gonna be weird yes hi i'm amy and i'm chris and, and we're, we're sonosphere you're listening to wyxr 91.7 on your fm dial Welcome to Sonosphere, right here on WYXR 91.7 and online at wyxr.org. My name is Amy. I'll be your host for today. Thanks for tuning in. Chris Williams and I, my co-host, we talked with Chris Viverts, who uh, performs ambient music under the name Crystal Fur. We spoke with him um, about his up-and-coming album, Illusion. Uh, it comes out May 28th. Uh, he recorded it after a trip uh, to Iceland. And we are just really excited to talk with him about that, but also about his other travels and, um, you know, just the making of this album. So stay tuned to this great conversation and to a few tunes from Crystal Fur and other tunes that have influenced him as well. So and stay tuned to WYXR. My name is Chris Vibert, and I record ambient music as Crystal Fur. And I, uh, right now, I'm residing in Porto, Portugal. Uh, I lived, grew up on the east coast of the United States, and then spent 20 years in California, uh, with a about a year and a half stint in Guanajuato, Mexico, and then was back in California, and now the 
first of the year, actually, uh, New Year's Day, we moved to Portugal and have been here since. You know, the project started when I was in Mexico and I had previous, I had done, uh, you know, I spent my life in rock bands and folk music and I studied uh, classical Indian music, so I played sitar. Um, and so just doing a lot of different stuff, which eventually led to the path of doing film scoring and some commercial work. Uh, so a lot of my work was already very textural and soundscapes, uh, soundscapes, that kind of thing. So when I went to, when I was in Guanajuato, I wasn't doing as much work. It was a bit of a sabbatical. Both my wife and I were like, we're going to take a break. We're going to go to this different place. Um, the, one of the main purposes was for our daughter to be able to learn Spanish while her brain could still absorb it. She was eight years old at the time, so it worked, which was fantastic. Um, but yeah, so I just had some time to breathe and actually um, not do music to make money, honestly, not to have to make money, not to have to, you know, work on projects that were, were very specific for the outcome. And I just started creating music. And the first album, the first Crystal Fur album was uh, four long pieces. And it was very much inspired by Brian, you know, like his music for airports. It was four pieces, an hour long, exactly an hour long. Uh, and it was, it was actually kind of frightening. It was, it was to do music where one, there was, there was no bounds to it. Two, to actually let it evolve and not, you know, I worked in rock and pop for years. So, you know, the three minute song with the hook, you know, start with the hook and get to the chorus. And, you know, I mean, so much music is made like that to be free of that and actually just sit back and relax. And it's, it's, it's actually pretty, it's almost frightening. It's like, you're like, Oh my God, shouldn't I be doing something else? Should I, should I have something else happen here? But I, I sort of kept that at bay and allowed the music to just evolve and be slow and be, you know, slowly evolving and see where it took me. And, and it was, it was really refreshing to do that. So that was the first album. And this is, this is actually the third album that I'm releasing now, uh, full length album. And this one, I, I scaled it down time-wise a bit. I didn't, I wasn't as interested in doing the longer pieces, the 15 minute pieces. So this is mostly five minute pieces. There's a 11 minute piece and a couple three plus minute pieces. So it's smaller, smaller thoughts, but still with enough time to breathe and enough time to, to, um, to evolve a bit and, and to, to settle into the pieces, which is, which is what I enjoy about ambient music. Uh, just allows you to kind of settle down a little bit, really, really absorb music and, and live in that world for a little bit of time. So, so yeah, so this album, that's kind of the, the progression of this project and where I'm at now with this album. Um,
Yeah, so, so it's a double-edged sword, really. I, it's a funny thing because I actually really like having some restrictions because sometimes when it's completely open, it, 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 where do you start, right? It's like, I can write about anything. I can do anything. What, what am I going to do? You know, so it's, 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 it is important to have some kind of like starting point, right? A place to, to, to dig in and then kind of work from there. So, so the thing I like about film scoring is that it does give me something. It's, there's an interaction. It's almost like playing in a band, improvising with other players. You play off someone play something you play off of that that you go it's a conversation back and forth and film is very much like that i really enjoy composing for film because it does there's a conversation that happens that uh it, it is really fulfilling and it's and, and when it flows it's, it's really magical so I, I enjoy that um on the ambient side and this project i think though i'm very much not a rule follower and i uh, I run the other way from rules. Um, I at least tried to have some kind of guidelines, if you will. You know, I, in one of the guidelines was simply, don't worry about time. Let it go as long as you as you want. Another guideline is I was, I was very much immersed. I was doing a bit of computer work and other non-musical work, and at the time, I started putting on a lot of ambient music. I hadn't really listened to much of it prior to that. But, you know, Brian Eno was going on and then Stars of the Lid and Wing Victory. And, you know, so I was, I was listening to a lot of the stuff and realizing, and I gravitated toward that because I was having to think, I was having to do some computer work, think about words, think about, you know, and I need something without beats and with no human voices that I could understand because that was just distracting, you know, and, and music is, can be distracting for me anyways, because I have a musical mind and I'm thinking, you know, I hear a chord progression or a melody. I'm like, oh, that, and I, I start following it and I go down this rabbit hole. But at least without beats and without words, I could have it there and have it low enough in the background where it wasn't distracting, but it supported what I was doing and it really helped me get into the flow. So there's this sort of like flow state uh, that you get into when you're doing music too, that I was getting into while listening to music, but doing other activities. So, so that was very important to me too. I, I wanted to create something that supported those, that type of feeling and in, in other activities that you could be, you could be painting, uh, you could be creative writing, you could be doing, washing the dishes, whatever, but music that was for other activities. So, so to me, at least personally, that meant no words, no beats. Um, so that was kind of the, the starting point anyway, the place I, the, the sort of boundaries I put on it. And then it kind of went from there, so. You are tuned in to WYXR 91.7 and live on the web at WYXR.org. My name is Amy, your host today of Sonosphere. We are here every Monday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Thanks for tuning in. We're listening to a talk that Chris and I uh, had with 
uh, Crystal Fur and uh, the latest album, uh, Illusion, out May 28th. Uh, right now we're listening to a song called I'll Rise at Dawn Once More. It's a collaboration with the Echo Collective. And so coming up next, we'll get to ta- hear Chris talk about collaborating with Echo Collective and how that came about. So stay tuned to the Our Conversation here with Crystal Fur, right here on WYXR 91.7.
can you talk about your collaboration with Echo Collective and how mm -hmm. that kind of fit into your more atmospheric, you know, take on the album? Sure. Sure. About. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, in so the, for the past twenty years, thirty years of my musical life, I've done a lot of collaboration. I've worked in bands. I've played rock music. I've you know, I, I enjoy collaborating and I enjoy supporting other people's visions, whether it's film or a singer who's got a vision of, you know, they have the lyrics and I, and I want to support that as I can. Um, but then the other half has been really solitary. It's been really me. I, I started on guitar and then I started uh, realizing that I heard stuff in my head that I wanted to get out and record. And oftentimes in bands, I would, um, I, well, I would be able to play it better than say the bass player or whatever, you know, so I'd be like, oh, let me show you, you know, and it's, you don't want to step on people's toes. But I started realizing, oh, I think I kind of need to learn how to play all these instruments so I can at least get my vision out. And it just started from there. I started, you know, guitar, then bass and mandolin, and then I, you know, some keyboards and, and then, and then I really got obsessed with playing other instruments. Uh, and especially ethnic instruments, sitar, uh, I play the saws from Turkey, different flutes. I learned how to make Native American flutes. Um, so so then that's sort of led me into the film scoring because I was, I was doing all this music where I was playing all these instruments anyway. So up to this point, Crystal Fur has been me. It's, it's me playing all the instruments. So it's you know, me sitting in my laboratory and, and, and seeing what happens and pulling things out of, you know, out of these instruments and sounds and, and kind of, you know, painting with that. Um, there was one track in particular on this new album that it just, I can, I can hack out some cello lines and I can take my daughter's violin and, and play some stuff, but I, it needed a, a professional touch. It needed people who could really play properly and play expressively uh, and it was just one track, but I was just like, you know what, this, the album, I was really excited about the album and excited about this track in particular. And, uh, I, so I knew I had to actually get someone else involved because I just couldn't do justice to what I was hearing in my head. Um, so I was like, okay, I have to find string players. And I was, I was talking with my wife and she, she was like, well, if you could get any string section in the world to play on this album, who would it be? And it, it, you know, it took me about two seconds. I was like, Echo Collective. I was like, you know, I had been immersed in all this Johan Johansson and, and the Wing Victory for the solo. And, and I was like, you know, they would be perfect for this because that's, they, from what I heard of their work, it's like, they get it. They get, they get the classical, they have the classical chops and the classical, um, background but they understand ambient and texture and subtlety um so i was like micro collective and i was like so contact them just and i was like what are you talking about contact him so like an hour later i was on the computer i got on their website and i sent out an email and then the next day i, I got a, a email from neil and he said hey you want to chat on whatsapp and so we you know we we chatted and uh and it it started from there and he was great i mean it's such a fantastic uh musician fantastic person and i sent him the track i wanted them to play on as well as a few other tracks on the album so he can get an idea of what it was like and he was 
who's really into it and excited about it. Um, and honestly, one of the benefits of the pandemic was that their whole schedule was cleared out and they were available to work on my songs. So, so selfishly, the pandemic was, you know, one of, one of the, the upsides of it and blessings of it was that uh, it, it allowed them to have the time to, to work on this track with me. Hi, this is Chris with Sonosphere, and you're listening to WYXR 91.7. Yes, I, I joke around with my wife. My wife's the extrovert, and I'm the introvert. And I joke around where, like, my wife's like, yeah, Chris hasn't even, like, noticed there's a pandemic. You know, nothing's changed in his life. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some truth to that. I, I certainly... Uh, am happy to be in my studio for hours a day, you know, uh, creating and, and, you know, doing that. Yeah, of course, I miss going out and I miss seeing good friends and, and hugging people, you know. It's, um, but yes, the, as far as working, um, it has not changed a lot of what I do. What it has changed is when I was in California in my studio there, uh, I do, part of the time, I would work with other artists. So I also produce other artists and help people realize their songs and help uh, arrange and play. I often play a lot of instruments on people's albums when I'm producing with them. So that changed because that that dried up, that died. Um, I did have one project before we moved uh, with uh, um, uh, a fellow who wanted to record a song for his wife for the holidays, uh, his wife and, and child, and is a very, um, uh, really sentimental. They had, they had some tragedy in their life and, and it was a, a really um, special song. So I, we, I had a friend who had a, a workspace, co-working space, and they let me go in there after hours, big, huge rooms. Uh, at the time we were, actually before we moved to Portugal, we were living in my recording studio. So it was, um, I couldn't, couldn't necessarily take my daughter out of her, her bed to record at night. Um, so we, yeah, we were able to get into this space and masked up and, you know, was able to at least do this one track. But yeah, that was for a year. That's the only collaboration, in-person collaboration of producing someone else that I was able to do. Uh, but luckily, my time is normally divided into collaborative projects in person and a lot of either collaborative or or solitary project on my own.
Yeah, I, I think, you know, I think because I have a, a history in doing music for film, I do think visually a lot. I mean, I'm a visual person, even though I do some music, uh, I work, I like photography too. And I, um, I, I definitely see images and see scenes and that kind of thing a lot, even when I'm just doing my own music. Um, but I think I like, you know, that's a, that's a great example. I was thinking about that song earlier today because it, it evolved in a way, it started on piano, the main piano piece, and it did evolve in this way where uh, precisely what you're saying, like this, this uh, contact, this connection, this human connection, and of course what we're dealing with right now with the pandemic, like, you know, the, the reception, like what, what are we, you know, we're on Zoom, we're, we're, you know, how's the connection? Are we connecting with each other? as well as we used to, you know, or I'm losing you, I'm losing the connection, I'm losing the, the communication. Um, See, so yeah, that really developed into, into that idea once the title kind of came, which came after, but it, it sort of solidified the whole, the whole feeling and what the, the emotion was happening there. And actually I have a video coming out when the album is, comes out, the video will come out the week before and it's uh, it's really personal, really special. It's it's actually uh, a lot of it was shot. I shot it on an iPhone. But when I was in Iceland in 2019 for the uh, the Airways Festival that they have there, it's fantastic. And Iceland really it just uh, affected me. The the natural beauty and the starkness and the the it's just incredible, incredible place. Like another another world. Um, so there's footage from there and then also footage of my daughter in the video. And there's, there, there ended up developing these in unintentionally, but it all kind of came together. And I think that's what I love about instrumental music and, and, and visuals, like things without words, where there's this ability for them to really, um, almost take on a life of their own and, and lead you in, in a, in a direction where you're like, oh, Oh, I didn't even realize that. So what happened in the video was I have footage of my daughter who is now 12 and it, she was, I think she was 12, still 12 when we, uh, when we shot it and the title with I'm losing you and you have that, that shortwave radio communication kind of coming in and out. And then my daughter has this very, uh, you know, tween, like she's, she's, she's changing. She's going from the child to who I was actually stay at home dad for much of her life to a woman, you know, and that kind of change. And the, the, I'm losing you. I'm losing the, the child that she was and turning into a wonderful young adult, you know, but, but you're losing something. She's not going to be that little kid. She's not going to be the kid you push in the swing at the park anymore. She's not, you know, so there's that aspect. And then the Iceland aspect in the video where you have these these big chunks of ice that are coming off of glaciers and washing up on the beach which are beautiful they're a diamond they call it diamond beach and it's it's just incredible i've never seen anything like it or experienced anything like it in my life but when you think about it there are parts of the glacier that should still be on the glacier you know there there's more of them on that beach because of climate change and because of what's happening to the world so then there was this sort of third aspect to the song that the video kind of put on it with which is just 
the world as a whole, like I'm losing, I'm losing the world as it once was. And it's, and it's, it's turning into something else. Good, bad. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I feel it's not a great thing because we're losing, you know, wildlife and, and so many things. But, uh, but yeah, so that's just, I guess, one example of a song that, you know, started with the piano and, and an emotion. And then as the layers got built upon them, even layers of a title and layers of a, a, a music video, it became this other thing. So. tuned in to Saunasphere here on WYXR 91.7. My name is Amy. Thank you for joining me this Monday afternoon. We're here every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. And we are listening to the conversation uh, Saunasphere had with Chris Vibberts, who uh, records ambient music as Crystal Fur. Um, and we heard him talking about um, scoring and, and film scoring, um, as well as his latest album, Illusion, which comes out on May 28th. And uh, up next, we're going to hear how uh, years of admiration for the music of Iceland drove Chris to go to the November Iceland Airwaves Festival. And there, uh, this really made an imprint on on Chris and and um, in this album uh, that that you'll that we've been listening to. And so, up next, we're going to hear about how the landscape has affected and and informed his work. And we'll also hear some from Sigaros and Johan Johansson um, as a part of that. Coming up next, right now, this is Brian Eno uh, from the Music for Airports, which uh, Christopher noted as an influence in his earlier work. So um, stay tuned right here on Sonosphere on WYXR 91.7.
yeah. Yeah, I think I think the music from Iceland for, for several years, it started seeping in, you know, from like Sigur Rós and, and Johan Johansson. That music I was, that I was aware of just started kind of, I was like, something's happening, something in Iceland. There's like this music coming out of there, Bjork. I mean, for, you know, decades ago, I started listening to Bjork. And there's just like this, you know, there's, there's people that you meet, right? There's like people, friends, where they just have this different take on life, this different take on seeing the world and to see through their eyes or to get that experience, you know, even just through conversation and get a little glimpse of how they see life. You're just, you know, you're blown away. Like I have a couple of friends that are like, a, just their sense of humor or their, their angle on life is like really blows me away and it is fascinating. And it makes me want to see life through their eyes, at least for a while, you know? And, and the, the music from Iceland started doing that to me, I think. It started really, um, it's like, wow, these, these, this music that's coming, these people who are creating it just felt like they were seeing it, seeing the world and, and translating it through the music just in such a different way than I was hearing from other places. Uh, so then, um, uh, I, actually, we saw we're big fans of, of Monsters and Men from Iceland and my daughter also, so like the whole family, we all love them. So they happened to be playing that year and we're like, we're going, let's go to Iceland. We've been wanting to see Iceland forever. Um, so we, we made, we made the trip, we went there and, uh, yeah, the, the natural beauty and this, this, um, you know, the, the fact that the, this island sits on two plates, it sits on the North Atlantic plate and the, the Eurasian plate, you know, it's like literally on the, on the edge of, you know, these have continents. It's it's crazy. And we went to the place where you could walk right in between where it's separating. It's every year it gets a little a little further apart. The uh, Silfra, I think it's called there. And um, so it's just this fascinating place to be and the volcanic activity and the, the you know, glaciers. You, you have this raw element of nature. You really, really experience nature. And I don't particularly like cold weather. I'm not, I'd rather be on the beach somewhere. But I loved it. I was like, I could spend a, at least a year here, even though it was, we're there in November and it's dark most of the time. Um, it was it was just really something about that place is really magical and it gets you really in touch with nature and the 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 power of nature, which I've always been been influenced by ever since I was a kid. I mean, I would go out into the woods as a as a six year old and be gone for hours. Just looking under logs and, and, and climbing trees, you know, that was my, my growing up. So it's just an extension of that. But, um, so, so I guess the, just the being there, obviously I was experiencing music and then the natural beauty and it, and it, and it clicked a little bit. It's like, ah, I, I get it. Like I it started kind of coming through me just the being there for, you know, a week and a half. It was like, okay, it's, it's, it gets in you. So I can imagine being there for a year and just what, how that would just shift what comes out. And there's a slower pace, you know, you, you get, I guess you get more in tune with nature and the cycles you get, you know, you're, you're, you don't have a choice, but you know, in the winter to be in darkness all the time and in summer to be in lightness all the time, there's this, this real extreme. I grew up in new England. So I had at least seasons, and then in California, there's like the dry season and then like a rainy month. And then that's it. You know, it's like I went from like pretty extreme seasons, fled the snow 
to California to almost no seasons. Um, so I can imagine being in Iceland in just like, you're in awe. I think you develop this, if you didn't already have it, you develop this awe of nature. With volcano, I mean, right now there's a volcano, volcano going off. It's incredible, you know, to, to have that and the ice and fire. It's, it's, it's pretty powerful stuff. So I think, I think that just absorbing some of that and then the music, really paying attention to this music that just has this different take on life and on music uh, really started influencing me. So the, the composers I was listening to and, and even some non-Icelandic composers who now reside there, um, Dustin from uh, uh, Wing Victory, he recently moved there. So he's up there. So it's, yeah, there's something that, that I think draws musicians there and I, and I could see it. I could see spending, spending more time there. tuned into Sonosphere right here on WYXR 91.7 and that was our talk with Crystal Fur, ambient composer and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, right now we are listening to Sigaros and we're going to round out the show with Johan Johansson and uh, so I hope you stay tuned. Iceland played a big role in Crystal Fur's uh, influence on the latest album uh, that Crystal Fur has coming out, Illusion. So um, we thought we'd end the show with some great Icelandic composers and musicians. So stay tuned. We are a nonprofit community radio station, and we'd love to have your support to keep us on the air. You can go to wyxr.org and find out how you can support the station. So up next, Sigaros on Sonosphere right here on WYXR 91.7.
It's you. It's you.